With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet. Transcribed and starring the entire Nelson family. Ozzie, Harriet, David, and Ricky. One of the basic differences between Ozzie Nelson and his next-door neighbor, Mr. Thornberry, is their taste in clothes. While Ozzie tends toward the conservative, Mr. Thornberry goes for more sporty-looking outfits. At this time of year, it's especially noticeable in the wool shirts they wear. Ozzie has solid grays, blues, and tans, while Thorny has orange stripes, purple checks, green circles, and several plaids that were made in Scotland and immediately deported. <laughs> Ordinarily, Ozzie twits Thorny about his atrocious taste, but this morning, things are different. Hey, now, that's a good-looking shirt you're wearing, Thorny. Oh, thanks, Oz. You like it? Yeah. For the first time in months, you don't look like a bad test pattern on a color television set. <laughs> well, frankly, Oz, I feel it's a little conservative. Conservative? Fire engine red with black stripes? Well, it's all right to wear to a wedding, but if I'd picked it out myself, I'd have gotten something with a little color in it. Oh, you mean it was a gift? I found it in my shirt drawer the other day. Catherine must have sneaked it in there. Ah, she's got better taste than you. Some of those nightmares you come up with, orange stripes, purple dots, lavender checks. Well, I've got other shirts besides that one. <laughs> If I gave Harriet her head, that's what she'd pick out for me. Well, she's probably just trying to jazz you up. You're usually pretty drab-looking, you know. Hey, look, Thorny, I don't have to dress like a peacock to attract attention to myself like you do. Well, at least I'm honest about it. I come right out in the open. You're the sneaky type. <laughs> just what do you mean by that? Oh, I've seen you in the locker room wearing those cerise shorts with the funny sayings on them. <laughs> Harriet gave me those as a gag. They're in my bottom drawer with some of the wild shirts she's given me for Christmas that I refuse to wear. Why don't you wear them? Well, they're too loud. If I wore one of them, she'd get me more. See, this way, with a little passive resistance, I've been able to break her of the habit. You know, you're a thoughtless cad. At least when Catherine gives me a dull shirt like this, I wear it a few times out of common courtesy, just so she doesn't get an inferiority complex. 
If that's an example of Catherine's taste, you ought to let her pick out all your shirts. Look, Oz, as far as I'm concerned, there's only one thing my wife has good taste in picking out. That's men. <laughs> well, what about Harriet? I've never seen any of the shirts she's picked out. <laughs> cleaner's coming by. If you've got any of those wool shirts to send out, you better get them ready. Oh, all I've got is a blue one and a gray one. He's got most of my others. You see that new shirt Mr. Thornbury's wearing? Yeah, it's a beauty, isn't it? What kind is it? A crazy red with frantic black stripes. <laughs> Why don't you wear more shirts like that, Pa? Oh, uh, what's wrong with the ones I wear? It's got no personality. Well, I happen to prefer solid colors like gray or dark green. You always look like either a battleship or a mailbox. <laughs> I'll tell you this much, I'd rather wear them than those loud things Thorny wears. Well, the one he's wearing today isn't so loud. Well, Mrs. Thornberry bought that one for him. For a wife, she shows very good taste. All right, I'll rise to the bait. What's wrong with the shirts I've given you? Well... Careful what you say, Pop. We don't want a family crisis here. <laughs> well, Harriet, the, the uh, material is very nice. So far, so good. Uh, Ricky. I just don't understand what you're complaining about. The other day, I looked over those shirts I bought you, and they're not so bad. I know, and as I say, the material is very nice. They're just a little too loud. Well, it's a shame to let them gather dust in the bottom drawer. Well, maybe you could exchange them. All right. See, there's uh, uh, nothing really wrong with them. Well, if I a... bought you a shirt like Thorny's, would you wear it? Well, uh, uh, certainly, uh, but you never do. See, that's why I prefer to buy all my own shirts. Come in. Here's Mr. Nelson's shirts, Mrs. Nelson. Oh, thank you. Anything to go out? Oh, just a couple more wool shirts. They're upstairs. I'll get them. Well, I've got to pick up some cleaning at Mr. Thornberry's. I'll be right back. I'll put these up in the bedroom. No, 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 no. Wait a minute, Harriet. Let me take the paper off these, and I'll show you what I mean. See, now here's a gray with just a little fleck of blue in it. Isn't that pretty daring? No, no it's just a fleck. Now, here's a, a plain brown one. Now, now, don't you like that? Well, what's unusual about it? Well, it, it's, it's uh, plain, and it's brown. That's pretty unusual for a plain brown shirt. Well, it, it's plain as brown, yes, but but it's also conservative. Wow, what's this? Blue and yellow dots on a gray and green background. Oh. Is this an example of your taste? No, 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 wait. Well, I never bought a shirt like this. Say, how many shirts did you send to the cleaners? Five. There's one, two, three, four, five here, Pop. Listen to him count. High school sure has done a lot for that boy. <laughs> Quiet, Shorty. Dear, I sent out five shirts, and five shirts came back. Well, I know, but they must have made a mistake, because this shirt isn't mine. Come in. Have you got those shirts, Mrs. Nelson? Uh, no, uh, you made a mistake in your delivery. Uh, this isn't my shirt. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. I must have gotten it mixed up. Here, I'll take it back. Uh, uh, just a minute. Uh, what about my shirt? 
Well, don't worry about it. When it shows up, I'll bring it back. Now, I'll just no, take the one... No, no, just a second. Suppose I hold this shirt until you bring back mine. Smart move, Pop. Thank you, son. <laughs> uh, but, Mr. Nelson, why do you want to keep a shirt that doesn't belong to you? Because I've had similar experiences in the past. Once the wrong suit was returned to me, and I gave it back, and I never got mine back, and that was the last I ever heard of it. It wasn't the last we ever heard of it. <laughs> well, Mr. Nelson, there's nothing to worry about. We have insurance for this. Well, yeah, I've had dealings with the insurance people, too. If you don't find my shirt, a man will come around, ask me when I bought the shirt, and then deduct an amount for the time I've worn it. Naturally, I wouldn't be happy with that kind of a settlement. Mr. Nelson, I'll see that you get a new shirt. Hey, I've got some clunkers you can lose for me. No, 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 no. That's not the idea, Dave. I just want to make sure I get my own shirt back. Oh, yes, but uh, what about the man whose shirt you've got? Don't you think he wants his back? Only if he's out of his mind. <laughs> However, he'll have to be inconvenienced until you return mine, and that's the way it's going to be. All right, Mr. Nelson. You're a hard man to do business with. This is nothing. You ought to try and get a raise in your allowance from me. Come in, Thorny. Hi, Oz. Hey, I was talking to the dry cleaner, and he says he thinks you have one of my shirts. Oh? What makes you think it's yours? Because I'm missing a shirt. Well, so am I. Well, that's too bad, Oz. Can I have mine? Well, not so fast, old boy. We haven't established that it's yours. Look, I'm missing a shirt. It's mine. Well, you say it's yours. Now, suppose I go along with that, and then somebody else shows up and says it's his. Then what do I do? You try to get it back from me. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks, Mr. Thornberry. But it's my shirt. You want me to describe it? It has blue and yellow dots on a gray and green background. Is that right? Let me look. That's right. Okay. Now, can I have the shirt? No. Well, why not? Because I'm not satisfied that it's yours. But I just described it to you. How would I know what it looked like if it wasn't mine? The cleaner could have told you. Oz, with your suspicious mind, you ought to get a job with a big corporation checking expense accounts. <laughs> now, as one gentleman to another, can I please have the shirt? No, you cannot. But I'm telling you it's mine. Thorny, my argument is with the cleaner. It has nothing to do with you. When he returns my shirt to me, I'll return your shirt to him, and he'll return your shirt to you. Why don't we just eliminate the middleman? Give me my shirt. Will you replace my shirt? Well, why should I? Because I don't intend to be out of shirt. Neither do I. Now, are you going to give me the shirt or take the consequences? Are you threatening me? Yes, I am. Would you care to step outside? Okay. Harry, <laughs> if Thorny comes looking for me, don't let him in. Oz 
Lizzie Nelson, who has a passion for conservative wool shirts, sent five of them to the cleaners. Five were returned, among them a wild-looking stray which Thorny claims is his. Ozzy has refused to return it to him until the cleaner returns Ozzy's own shirt. A state of war exists between Ozzy and Thorny. We take you now to General Nelson's headquarters. Hi, Pop. Hi, Pop. Hello, boys. Uh, do you mind locking the front door, please? <laughs> Gee, do you think Mr. Thornbury will break in to get his shirt back? Well, I don't know, Dave, but I'm not taking any chances. I've been at odds with Thorny before. You don't have to worry about the enemy without, the enemy within. Hey, what do you mean by that? Mr. Thornbury tried to bribe Ricky here to swipe the shirt for him. Yeah, Pop, he offered me a quarter. Well, I'm glad you didn't take it. Heck no. Job like that's worth 50 cents. <laughs> well, even if he were to get in, he'd never find the shirt. I've got it hidden in a pretty good place. Where? Don't tell him, Pop. You know how weak the little money lover is. I think I'd sell out my own family. I like this little old group, in spite of you. What are you going to do, Pop? I want to stand up for my rights. I'm sorry that Thorny can't see my point of view. Well, could you see his point of view if the situation were reversed? Oh, Harry, well, well certainly. If he had something of mine and he wanted to hold it to make sure he'd get back something of his, I'd understand it perfectly. Fine, because he just swiped your cashmere sweater. <laughs> David, call the police. Now, wait a minute. You said you'd understand it. Maybe I didn't say it clearly enough. He swiped your cashmere sweater. Yes, yeah, I understood that very clearly. So now he's got something of yours that he's holding on to until you give him back something of his. Comes out even. It does not. I'm out of shirt and a sweater. Now, if you lose your pants, you're in real trouble. <laughs> Harriet, how did he get the sweater? I hung it in the backyard to air it out. Well, he's put his foot in it this time. He crossed over my property line and took the sweater. That's trespassing and petty larceny. No, dear. He reached over the fence with a fishing rod and kind of jiggled it over. What's the penalty for jiggling, Pop? Harriet, if you saw him doing this, why didn't you stop him? I was overwhelmed at the time. By what he was doing? No, trying to figure out how Thorny's shirt got into our freezer. Oh, that, oh. Well, I put it there to hide it. And it'll be a pretty cold day before I give it back to him, too. It'll be a pretty cold shirt, too. Well, I'm going over there and demand that he return it. I'll hold your coat, dear. Harriet, I don't intend to resort to physical violence. I know. I just wanted to hold your coat so he doesn't get that, too. <laughs> What brings you here? You know darn well what brings me here. You came to return my shirt. I've come to get my cashmere sweater back. Pretty rack, pretty rack, get it back, get it back. <laughs> Harriet, I don't need any cheering section. <laughs> Will you close the door, please, Thorny? Sure. Now, um... You uh, mentioned something about a sweater eyes? Yes, I did. You jiggled my cashmere sweater across the fence. Now, be careful, Oz. 
Nobody's going to come in here and accuse me of jiggling. <laughs> Besides, what makes you think it's your sweater? Suppose I go along with that and somebody shows up and says it's his. Then what do I do? It's my sweater. Do you want me to describe it to you? Please. It's light gray with a tiny yellow design in it. Is that right? Yep. Now, may I please have my sweater? No. And why not? Harriet may have described it to you. <laughs> Besides, I'm holding it for ransom till I get my shirt back. I told you, Thorny, that when I get my shirt back, I'll give your shirt to the cleaner, and he'll give your shirt back to you. Isn't that fair? Oh, yes, yes. And when you give the cleaner my shirt back, and he gives it to me, I'll give him your cashmere sweater to dry clean, and then he can give it back to you. <laughs> With the bill, of course. <laughs> the sweater doesn't need dry cleaning. It will after I wear it. <laughs> you wear my sweater and I'll wear your shirt. That seems fair. It is not fair. That sweater's worth eight times what that ridiculous shirt of yours is worth. Then why don't you give it back to me and I'll give you the sweater? Because my quarrel is not with you, it's with the cleaner. Then what are you yelling at me for? Because you've stolen my sweater. And you've stolen my shirt. And you're not going to get away with it. Are you threatening me? Yes. Would you care to step outside? Oh, no, you don't. I'm not falling for my own trick. <laughs> okay, I'll go out first. <laughs> Catherine, can I use your telephone? <laughs> Recognize you. You usually look like either a battleship or a mailbox. Yes, a battleship or a mailbox. Yes, we've said that before. It's the kind of a shirt that you would buy me, but it's not the kind of a shirt that I like. I'm only wearing it because Thorny is wearing my sweater. Oh, take my word for it, dear. You look real jazzy. I'm not the jazzy type. What did you just say? Nothing. Oh, Harriet, you said something under your breath. You, you mumbled something. No, dear, it was just a sigh. Good morning, Oz. Hello, Thorny. Kind of uh, brisk today. Yes, it is. Of course, I don't notice it wearing this nice, warm cashmere sweater. <laughs> this shirt keeps me pretty warm, too. Oh, it's good, Oz. <laughs> See you later. And uh, where are you going? To clean out my incinerator. <laughs> You're not going to clean out your incinerator in my sweater. Would you like to do it? Of course not. Then I guess I'll have to do it. Take that sweater off. I will not. Now, uh, excuse me, Oz. I have to get busy. No, 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 no. I have something to do myself. What? I'm going to crawl under my car and drain the oil out of my crankcase. You'll ruin my shirt. No more than you'll ruin my sweater cleaning out the incinerator. Um, Oz, how about a nice clean game of checkers? You're on. Oh, oh, uh, Rick. 
Sir, I wish to report that Mr. Thornberry has not gone near his incinerator. Good. Uh, any word from David? No. He's staked out so he can keep an eye on Mr. Thornberry's furnace. Ozzy, don't you think you're acting a little childish about all this? Not at all. It's a very expensive cashmere sweater. Hey, I just saw a face at the window. Where? Who was it? Will Thornberry. How do you like that? Paying his kid to spy on me. Well, what are David and Ricky doing? It's not the same thing. Heck no. We're not getting paid. <laughs> I wonder how much Will's getting. Ozzy, you're just upsetting yourself. Hello? Oh, yes. Well, that's good news. Yes, we'll be home. Thank you. That was the cleaner, dear. He's located your shirt, and he'll be over here this afternoon. Oh, good. Now, why don't you take that shirt off and take it over to the thorny and get your sweater back, and then everything will be settled. Well, of course not. When the cleaner returns my shirt to me, I'll return Thorny's shirt to the cleaner, and the cleaner will return it to Thorny. Then Thorny will return my sweater to him, and he'll return my sweater to me. Uh, Harriet? <laughs> Harriet? <laughs> your shirt over. I've got your sweater. Thank you. May I have it, please? Just a second. When you give me my shirt, I'll give you your sweater. No, no, no. You give me my sweater, and I'll give you your shirt. Don't you trust me, Thorne? With my life. Well, but not with my shirt. <laughs> All right, look. I'll put the shirt down... You put the sweater down. Then... Oh, no, you don't. You'll snatch them both up and run and hide behind Harry. <laughs> Here. You put one hand on your shirt, and I'll put one hand on my sweater. Then, at the count of three, we'll let go, okay? Okay. One. Two. <laughs> All I got was the sleeve. You didn't let go in time. Well, it's your own fault. You didn't wait for three. My shirt is ruined. Oh, it's just a little tear. Look at my sweater. Pipe ashes all down the front. There's a button missing from my shirt. How come your name is sewed in my sweater? What's this quarter doing in the pocket of my shirt? That's mine. Give it back to me. <laughs> I'll take this up with you later, Thornberry. Fine. You'll find me at my attorney's. <laughs> Right in this box. Well, it's about time. That thorny is such a child. All this fuss over. Now, just a minute. This isn't my shirt. This is Thorny's. What? It's that fire engine red one with the black stripes. Where's the cleaner? Just a second, dear. This is your shirt. No, it's not. It's one of those shirts I bought for you that you hid away in the bottom drawer. Well, I would have recognized it if it was. Not with all the dust on it. That's why I stuck it in with the others to be set out to be dry clean. This is the one you raved about when Thorny wore it, isn't it? Well... The one you said showed what good taste Catherine had in picking out shirts? Well, yes, but I the thought... The grass always looks greener on the other fellow's back, huh? <laughs> 
Well, maybe we've been a little too hasty. You, you know, at Christmas time, with all those colored lights shining on them, things sometimes look a little different. But I want to be fair. I'll take another look at them. Too late now. What do you mean? Hey, Arm, look what Santa Claus has just brought me. Thorny, that's my shirt. Harriet. You told me to exchange them. You gave all those beautiful shirts to Thorny? Well, we made a fair exchange. I gave him the shirt. And what did he give you? His promise to try and get the itching powder out of your cashmere sweater. <laughs> shirt with the frantic stripes. Yeah. Looks good on you. Oh, that's exactly what I decided. I thought it over, and I think I can stand a little color. Yeah, you are kind of pale. No, I mean in my shirts. So if you don't mind, I'll just take those shirts back that Harry gave you. I'll tell him when I see him. <laughs> those shirts are mine. You had your chance, and you left them in your drawer. Are you going to be a sorehead about this? Those are my shirts. Oz, Harriet gave them to me in good faith, and I intend to wear them in good faith. All right, Thorny, you've had your fun. Would you please go get them and give them back to me? Sure. Thanks. After I've worn them a couple of years. <laughs> if you're not going to wear them, they're mine. Oz, must I remind you the possession is nine-tenths of the law? Oh, stop showing off. I can do fractions, too. <laughs> Might as well save your breath, Oz. You're not going to get your shirts back. Okay, then I'll consider it a fair exchange. What's fair about it? I've got your shirts and you've got nothing. And you can take that any way you want. Oh, yeah? Well, I think you've overlooked something, my friend. Do you like the way these slacks look with this shirt? Yeah, they look... Hey, those are my slacks. They were airing out on the line. Yes, they were. But I can jiggle as well as the next guy. <laughs> now, if I can have my shirts back, you can have your slacks. I've got them out in the garage. Catherine wouldn't let me wear them, so I figured I'd polish the car with them. With my shirts? Give them back to me. Come on, get them. Okay, Oz, just a second. Be careful of them. Here they are, Oz. No, thanks. Not so fast. My slacks, please. <laughs> Give me my shirts, and when I get in the house and take the slacks off, I'll bring them over to you. No, sir. No slacks, no shirts. Uh, let me run in the house and bring them back out, will you? Go ahead if you want to, but by then I may have changed my mind. Those slacks are pretty thin in the seat. You change right now or not at all. Yeah, the more I think of it, I don't think I want those. Oh, okay. Tight anyway. Now, can I have the shirts, please? In a moment. Hold still, Oz. What for? I just want to read the funny sayings on your shorts. <laughs> this is the United States Armed Forces Radio Service. 